0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope
1: that these messages encourage and inspire you in your personal journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. So let's read, let's start with verse one here. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, in Egyptian bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. He was a successful man. and He was house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the master saw that the Lord was with him. And the master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of the house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in, in the house, in the field. Thus, he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph, And she said, lie with me. (laughs) But he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in in the house. And he was committed and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife. How oh, then can I do this great wickedness and in in sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, then he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. So we are continuing with our series going deeper and trust God in all seasons. Just turn to one and say, trust God. Come on, you can do it, it's okay. I know we are socially distancing right now, but it's all right. You can talk to people. Talk to your neighbor. Say hi, neighbor. Trust God in all seasons. Come on, say it again, convincing, like you, you actually trust God. Say, trust God in all seasons,
0: all seasons. All seasons.
1: Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you're so faithful, God, even when we're not. (laughs) You you always remain faithful. God, thank you just for being our Father, just being present, working in our lives, God. Lord, we need more of you. We want more of you. We desire more of you. Have your way in this place, God. I thank you, Lord, for choosing me, a person like me, to minister your word, Lord God. How humble that is, Lord God. Thank you, God. So think with my mind and speak through my vocal cords today, Lord God. Lord, we don't want regular church. We want to see you move in this place, in our lives, right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, somebody give him a shout in this place. Hallelujah, come on. Somebody need to get excited this morning, amen? You're about to get blessed this morning because you know Brad is a giving person. Y'all know that, right? He, he's a cheerful giver. When the, when, the, when the person wrote that in the Bible, they were thinking about Brad. Right? He's a cheerful giver. So he decided that if you say preach pastor, oh my goodness, he's going to give you a hundred bucks. Couple of amens, $50. God loves a cheerful giver. He was thinking about Brad. Amen. Yeah, say it louder. (laughs) So we're going, so where's my little helper this morning? I need, I need some help preaching this message today. Is my mic good? Are we good? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> you stand over here. Say hi to little Joseph. This is little Joseph. This is little jo- Joseph. So we've, so we've been studying the life of Joseph. This is our second week talking about Joseph. And Joseph is just, he's just amazing. He's kind of one of my favorite uh, persons in the, in the Bible. And just his story was, is just awesome. And... and he- and, and, and oh yeah, we're good. All right, yeah. Come on, come on. It'll work. Say the mic will work. Come on. Tell the tell the devil to get out get out of my mic. Yeah. So I love Joseph because it's a perfect. He's a perfect example of how to trust God. I mean, he went from the pit to the palace. But what we need to learn about Joseph's life is what God did in between. And so we need to talk about the in, in between. So last week, we, we talked about how Joseph was, was a type of Christ. So when we say someone is a type of Christ, there's someone in the Old Testament behaves in a way that it corresponds with uh, the character and the actions of Jesus in the New Testament. So Joseph is a type of Christ. That means he resembled Christ-like character. Oh, isn't that what we should? So how Joseph's life pointed to Jesus, right? Our lives need to point back to Jesus. Oh, man. I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) Right? So Joseph is a type of Christ. And that's what God desires us to be, a type of Christ. You know, so but Joseph received such an awesome calling on his life, right? First, his father gave him a coat of many colors because he, he knew that Joseph will be blessed, right? So the Lord, so the, the coat that Joseph received was a message from God. He received a dream and he received a coat, a coat of many colors colors. Amen? But all hell broke loose when he received that coat, right? Now, his brothers got angry with him, you know, so they hated him because his father gave him, poor parenting, gave him a, a, a coat of many colors, and they, they didn't receive a, a coat. So only, only Joseph. So all he, hell broke loose when Joseph received the coat, right? So, and, and it's amazing that the, the brother t- took the coat from him, but they did not take the memory. They took the coat, but they did not take the minute mani- the, the his memory. See, so he knew that guy for his life. But he didn't forget the plan. I've seen many times that the people be on a right track on a right path then all of a sudden, right, they allow some devastation or some problem, right, stop them from moving forward yeah. or strip them away from God's, God's plan.
0: Yeah.
1: See, some people, some people see the plan and some people see a problem. Uh. Joseph saw a plan. The plan didn't stop when his brothers stripped the coat from him. He looked good. Yeah. So, jo- so God has a plan for Joseph. So he had a coat on. See, not everyone can wear this coat. Not, not everyone can wear this coat. First of all, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, and it's not very popular.
0: <laughs>
1: it takes a lot of sacrifice, right? So it's uncomfortable. Whenever God calls you to do something, comfort does not come with it. But you have to get comfortable with the comforter. Don't give me that mic. Come on, fix the mic. Don't give me that mic. Don't give me that mic. So, the, so, we, so you have to get used to the comforter, not, not comfort. So it's always going So first, when God calls you to do something, it will be uncomfortable. Stop asking God for comfort. So, it's uncomfortable. And then, secondly, it's too big. Here comes another one. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Wrong side. It's a wrong... call. Yeah, there we go. It will always be bigger yeah. than you. It will always be bigger than you. Amen? So, at, so, it may be uncomfortable. It might be too big. But it requires a lot of trust in God. You may feel silly. You may feel awkward, right? But God says, I'm in this because I called you to do something special. You may not understand it right now, but there's going to be a day where you're going to fit into this. And when this is over, you will get a bigger one. Amen? So God is saying, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Amen? Amen? Because you will grow into what I called you to be. Amen? You're an awesome Joseph for me. Trust in God. Trust in God. So remember, trusting God is not a feeling. It's a decision to obey. It's a decision to, it's not a feeling, it's a decision To obey, you have to make the decision to obey God. Amen? You have to trust in in God. He is competent. (laughs) You have to trust in his character. So Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all, everyone say all, is it some? All your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And then it says, acknowledge, right? It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So here it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It's, it's, it is actually, this is two sides of a coin, of, of the same coin. Right? Because if you trust the Lord with all your heart, you will not lean on your own understanding. You will lean on God's understanding. So it says, trust him with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So you won't, you have to worry about like, you know, figuring things out. Let God do that. Allow him to do that. And then it says, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him in all of your ways. That means you deliberately choose to trust him and trust his understanding and not yours. And not yours. And then it says, and he will direct your path. That, that means you, when you cling to him, he just directs you. So really, so what the scripture is saying, so what trust is about, it's, it's about choosing. Leaning and clinging. Come on, say it with me. Choosing, leaning, and clinging. Come on. Choosing, leaning, and clinging. Amen. I I can't, I'm blind. I can't read that. Okay. Amen. So the enemy is trying to take this message from us this morning. You can't have it. So choosing, leaning, and clinging to God, right? Choosing starts with a definitive, intentional decision to step over by from doing things our way and transferring our dependence on God. Choosing is, it starts with a definitive, intentional decision to step over the line by turning from doing things our way and transfer our dependence on God. Lean, lean not on our understanding, lean on his character. Amen? So Joseph here now in this chapter, Joseph was in the house of Potiphar. And it's, it's, it's funny that how God blessed him all that he did in this house, and it's, and it's crazy. I mean, they, they promoted him and everything. But Joseph was not an Egyptian. He was a prisoner. So the same people that took him captive were the same people that promoted him. Oh, do we serve a big God or what? The same people that imprisoned him were the same people that promoted him. Oh, we're going to talk about that? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. See, sometimes your path
0: doesn't look like your dream. But God's working it out. Because
1: he's saying if you allow him, if you cling to him, he will direct your path. But it doesn't always look like your dream. When Joseph received a dream in the coat, he was thrown in the pit it didn't really look like his dream god that's not what you said why am i here so then you oh, okay so he gets out of the pit right then he gets thrown in potter's house as a thief as a this doesn't look like the dream that he told me he's saying that i'm going to be the ruler over my family right where is my family Right? Everyone else is a ruler over me. I am now a prisoner. So it doesn't look, so sometimes your path doesn't look like your dream. So Joseph had these pit stops, right? So these pit stops were ordained to build his faith, to build his trust in God. You will always be, when God called you to do something, You better be ready for pit stops along the way before you get to the destination
0: he called you to be. Amen. God's moving.
1: So what I want to talk about, just two things, and it can be really fast, just two things, two ways I should say that how Joseph displayed trust in God. Just just two ways where we can learn from him you know, in this chapter or throughout his, his walk with the Lord. Just two ways that he displayed trust in God. So number one, number one, Joseph persevered through trial. He persevered through every trial. Well, let's talk about it. This James um, 1, ver, uh, verse 1 and 4, it says, I, James, servant of God and the Lord of Jesus Christ, The nations, greetings. It says, "Consider it pure joy." Some some um, verses say, or some uh, books say, "Count it all joy." My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trial, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything, powerful, powerful, right? Excuse me. But I I have to admit something to you. Can I be transparent to you? Don't tell anyone. Some scriptures I read in the Bible, I don't like the answers to them. I really don't. don't. I just don't like the answers to them, right? And especially this one. Because it says, it starts off saying, this is James talking, brother of Jesus. He's talking. He says, to count it all joy when you face trials. He lost me with that. Like, dude, what are you? Ta- to me, it sounds very insensitive. Like, right? James, dude, you don't know what's going on in my life. You're just telling me to count it all joy when you face trials. What are you saying? I need to be happy? I need to be happy when I face a trial? Come on, James, what are you talking about? I know you're like Jesus, brother, right? I know you, you probably have some anointing, right, because you like Jesus' brother and all of that. You know, I know, I kind of know, like, you know, you, you think you know what you're talking about, James, but you don't know me, man. You don't know, I think it's kind of insensitive. But James do have some credibility. Think about it as he was uh, uh, sharing this with us, right? He was leading um, uh, a group of people, a uh, Jewish, uh, Jesus, who was from their temple, and they were broke. So he led them for 30 years, 30 years, right? He was leading a community that was in crisis, leading a community that was in crisis. So he kind of know what he's talking about. So he's up sharing with everyone there and all of us. He is saying, count it all joy when you face trials. What he is saying is we have to learn to embrace or we
0: have to really evaluate what trials are really about. he is saying that we have to
1: look at them from a different perspective that there's purpose behind all trials so he is saying that we need to embrace not just what the uh, uh, what the trials are presently but but the outcome that God will accomplish Right afterwards. So he is saying, count it all joy, because at the end of the trial, God will get the glory. If God designed it, he's gonna get the glory. If God designed it, then his hand is on it. Are you with me this morning? So he's saying, Count it all. Joy. So that means it's an
0: opportunity for us to express joy. Count it all joy. So he
1: kind of put us all on note here. He says, and you know. He says, and you know that the testing of your faith, right, will produce perseverance like you you know like like so th- when you go through a trial it's designed to do three things right it's to prove your faith right because trials right will actually expose the authenticity of your faith to make sure if it's real or not so when we go through a trial or, or that's ordained by God. It's designed to prove our faith. Is your faith real? I am telling you right now, the unchurch is watching us to see if our faith is real or not. It's not just the enemy. It's people that who want to believe. Give me something to believe in. Like I hear when you talk about the God. I hear when you talk about your God, but I need to see, sometimes people need to
0: see if our faith is real or not. Who's God? So it's the time to prove our faith. Right now, more than any
1: time ever, this is the time that Christians need to step up and prove their faith. Step up and let people know, yeah, He is in control. Yes, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the answer to this, but the only thing I know, my God is real. He is still on the throne. He is still in control. He will always be God. He has not forgotten about us. He is still in control of my life. I'm still receiving blessings. He is still my God. He has not forgotten about any of us. I know my God is real. So if your God is real, your faith needs to be real. Amen. Oh. So, so it's one, when we face trials, it's designed to do three things. One is to prove your faith. Is that thing real?
0: Why times people run from trials? We try to avoid them. There's a purpose behind them. God has not designed us to stay the same
1: remain the same. He did not. no, he wants us to continue to grow. Amen. If his mercies are hey, shouldn't shouldn't we be? Come on, Bob. That was that was all right. I was all right. I just needed somebody to go with me. So it's to prove your faith and it's to develop faith. It's a, it it produces perseverance. What does perseverance mean? I love this. Persistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Man, that is powerful. Whatever broke you and you still so That's perseverance. <laughs> right? So whatever obstacle you face and you and you continue to come to church, you continue to read your word, Believe in your word, walk in the word. You continue to pray, that's perseverance. You continue to wait on the Lord, wait patiently on God, even when you feel like your prayers aren't getting answered right then and there. That's perseverance. When you continue to serve Him, no matter what, no matter what this country believes in, no matter how much fear is out there, when you're still moving and serving God and praising Him at home, that is perseverance. That is perseverance. And that's what Joseph had. He persevered through every trial. And that's what faith does. Faith produces perseverance. It's when you trust him despite difficulty. Right? So, it, and it's develop your faith. So, it's to prove your faith, develop your faith. Was, I said three things. What's was the third one? I don't know. It was only two. I said two. Why y'all saying three? It's only two. I only got two.
0: Come on. Ching, ching. (laughs) So it's to prove your faith, develop your faith. Amen. So imagine Joseph being in that pit. Just imagine for a second, no light, all alone, all these dreams and aspirations, all these goals,
1: all this hope that he once had, had a family that actually loved him. Everything was going well. Then he was thrown in a pit. Then you, okay, you think that was bad. Then he, now
0: he's a prisoner in Potiphar's house. God, what happened to the dream?
1: Where are you? Did you forget about me? Was a coat just a coat? Was a dream just a dream?
0: Was it me? You know how we sometimes we ask, ask ourselves, I don't know, God, was it just me? But did you or were you the one that actually gave me those dreams?
1: Amen. So if you're in a pit right now, it's designed to prove your faith, develop your faith. It will produce perseverance. So the second thing he did, and this is it. The second thing he did. So uh Joseph persevered through every trial, and then he served well in difficult conditions, right? So there is an undercurrent about the story of Joseph that speaks to truth, to a deeper truth that we may not pay attention to. If you read throughout Genesis 39, if you read throughout from the beginning and the end,
0: it said, The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph.
1: And the master saw it. The master saw that the Lord was with Joseph. So he's like, I better bless this man. I better promote this man because the Lord is with him. I see the Lord in him. Oh, is that powerful? Or well, what he saw, he saw that the Lord was with him. And so this proves the sponge analogy that I, I used last, last week. And if you heard other preachers say it as, as well, where whatever you absorb, absorb, right? And when you get pressured, tested, whatever you absorb, will come out. So think about it. Joseph being in the pit. Joseph now in Potiphar's house, right? And and the master said that the Lord is with him. So that means when he was tested, every time he was tested, the Lord came out. The Spirit of God came out of him. The Spirit of God came out of him. So I want to ask you a question right now. When you get tested, when you are stressed, what comes out of you? Who comes out of you? So it's it's amazing. So what we absorb, so we spend time. So if we completely trust God in all circumstances, right, and we spend time with him, we allow God to break us. We allow God to direct our path,
0: right, when we get tested at your job. Front of your family, everywhere you go, Spirit of God comes out. This is
1: not just Bible talk, this is real life stuff right here.
0: Because Bible talk is real life stuff. Right? So what comes? Of stress. So instead of Joseph feeling um, being
1: filled with self-pity, he continued to serve God. The Lord was with, with him. So he God blessed everything that he touched. He blessed everything that he touched. So even, so the whole house was blessed because Joseph's trust in God. He served well. He served well. The matter of the condition. He served well, right? See, some of us want to only serve God in easy conditions. Right? But that doesn't grow us. <laughs> what grows us is when we are put in difficult situations, difficult conditions, right? Because th- then we will be able to see what's really in us when we are challenged with difficult situations. For he became the best employee. Amen. He became the best employee. Then he was promoted. Are you the best employee at your job? Can people say to you or say to someone else, well, you know so-and-so, they are the best employees. Do you know God wants us to be the best employee at our jobs? If five of you are in the same job in the same positions, amen, it should be difficult for your leader to promote one of you. Because if I, don't know what to, I don't know who to promote. I don't know who to promote. All of them are the best employees. I don't know who to promote. Are you the
0: best employee at your job? Anytime promotions comes, are they thinking about you? Are they thinking about you? Oh, my God. I parked in the back.
1: I could sneak right in the back and just leave. It got real quiet in here. So he served well in Potiphar's house, in Potiphar's house. He served well. If you can't serve well in Potiphar's house, how can God promote you in in his house? How can God, uh, how can you lead in his house? If you can't serve well in Potiphar's house, How can God trust you to lead in his house? Let's say it like that. See, serving God means reflecting
0: God's character. God doesn't need us to do anything for him. Right?
1: He doesn't need our favor. He doesn't need us to do anything. So serving him
0: is reflecting his character. Right? He doesn't need us to do anything. When you trust and live in the
1: fellowship of God, you begin to reflect the character of the God you follow. Trust in him in all seasons. So Joseph in Potiphar's house, he's a prisoner. He's just blessing everyone. Everyone that he speaks to. He's just blessing them. Imagine the things that were coming out of his mouth. They, they saw something, right, in him. Because I'm sure they would have said, he had any excuse to complain. Like, dude, you're supposed to be this and that, but you up here and, you know, a slave. I thought, you you know, you had this fancy coat, this awesome call on your life. Why are you here? Why are you here? I mean... He had all the reason to complain, right? But he didn't. He served well in Potiphar's house. He served well in Potiphar's house. So everything was going well. Everything got promoted. He was doing this thing. Joseph was leading the whole house, right? Everyone saw the Lord on, on Joseph. Then all of a sudden, the master's wife was flirting with him and wanted to lie with him. It says in Genesis 39, 19. It Says so it was when his master heard the words, which his wife spoke to him, saying, your servant did not uh, ad- did to me after this manner, that his anger was aroused. And then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison and place where the king's prisoner were com- confined. And he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph, here we go again, and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph, Joseph all the prisoners in the prison. Whatever they did there is his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph. Here we go again. So from one trial to the next. He displayed trust in God, and they saw God in him. They saw God in him. So when you have complete trust in God, God will take accusations and provoke elevation. Right? And so he took back, God took the accusations, right, and used it to promote Joseph. Isn't that awesome? Did I lose you? I thought that was incredible. That is awesome. So he took the accusation because of Joseph's complete trust in him. God elevated him. Isn't that awesome? You cannot stop. When you trust God, no one can stop the plans of God in your life. No one can stop the plans of God. So it reminds me of when Jesus, about to head to the cross, he's with his disciples, right? It was interesting that his disciples, uh, Peter, and and, and Judas, right, and how how Jesus called his trusted disciple, one he was probably the closest to, he called Peter Satan. He called Judas, which Judas set him up, right, Um, he called Judas a friend and kissed him. That's, That's strange. Like, why would you, Peter, was his one of his trusted disciples but he called him satan and called Judas friend because Peter was trying to stop the will of God Judas was helping them get there you completely trust God no one can stop the plans of God in your life. You, can, you have to trust God in all seasons. Jesus was headed to the cross. He knew he's being set up by Judas. He was like, bro, you about to help me out. So you need to tell your accusers, thank you. Anyone that accused you for something, thank you. To all you can consu- accusers, thank you. Are you with me? Come on, give God a shout or something. So what Joseph is telling us, what God is telling us through Joseph that we need to trust him in all seasons. In all seasons. God didn't forget about Joseph. He didn't forget about him. Right? He was, the whole time, God was directing his path. So Joseph had to be like, I don't know why God's chosen this path for me, but I I just need to trust him. I just need to trust him. I just need to trust him
0: and take every opportunity to show people God. To show people God. Come
1: on, stand with me. We hope this message was impactful to you. If you would like to hear more, Please remember to subscribe. For more information, you can visit our pages on both Facebook and
0: Instagram. God bless you and have a great rest of the week.